would go. This is amazing. Okay, so I, I feel like I don't think it's ever. It is happened. my 300th session. I think we're, they did not do what I expected them to do <laughs> again <laughs> for the 307th time. Oh shit! Okay. Is it they who are wrong? I was not yes. ready for this to happen, but it's about to happen. Dungeon Master Blake here. Thanks so much for listening to Dice Boys again this week. I am feverish with excitement for you all to hear these next couple sessions as we start to move into um, not just the finale of this season, but also kind of the finale of our first big multi-season arc. Um, this is uh, this is another hefty ep, so let's uh, <laughs> God. so let's do a recap and get uh, right into it. Last time, having been rejuvenated by the sonorous power of the singing door, our heroes rallied together and made short work of the Durgar they were fighting in the cavern. They were then escorted by Nitwit, the short-circuiting rat folk, to finally meet with Larry, who Nitwit said was waiting for them because he wanted to see if our heroes would join up with them. Indeed, Larry did seem uh, accommodating, Amiable, or I guess at least non-murderously conversant when the party walked in, but Matthias was having none of it and insisted on needing to see Dodge. While they waited for Dodge, Larry shared with the party his theory about the Orum, the mysterious source of all magic in the world, claiming it to in fact be a finite resource, and that the work he was doing was to keep anyone from monopolizing that resource. Dodge showed up in the office shortly thereafter, except it wasn't actually Dodge, but was instead the mysterious shapeshifter that almost killed Biggle in the Port of Legs. Matthias's keen senses exposed the ruse right away, and, knowing he had been found out, Larry escaped through a secret door behind his desk into a mysterious room. What devious machinations await our heroes, and what kind of horrors will they face? And where is Dodge? Let's find out. Let's head down to the basement, sit at the table, and roll some dice. Matthias, Biggle, Alok, Yon Yon, the four of you, along with Yon Yon's summoned undead Minotaur. Yeah. My nasty boy. Yeah. Stand in the small little office. Of Larry. Yeah. Your Minotaur grunts after Larry leaves the room. Uh, in, also in the room with you is this shapeshifter that not too many days ago stabbed Biggle through the chest. Mm-hmm. Up in the port of legs. This shapeshifter has just pretended to be Dodge, but thanks to Matthias's snoot. Yeah, his, his snoot, yeah, uh, has been found out. And when Larry realized that the ruse was up, flipped a switch on his chair, slid through a secret door behind his desk into another room. Um, before we get into it too much, Yon Yon, I realized I fucked up. Um, your summon undead 
requires concentration. We both fucked up. I'm just not invisible. Yeah, you're just not. Yeah. Are we cool with that? You're yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just gonna scratch that. Concentration too. So we, yeah, we were both. Yeah. I also fucked up because Larry didn't care that there was a giant alligator. <laughs> didn't mention, hey, cool minotaur when you guys came into the room. But whatever. He was too busy villain monologuing. I guess. Um, hey man, we all get sidetracked. Yeah. Dylan's got a monologue. Dylan's got a monologue. It's like, God, I want to acknowledge that fucking undead minotaur, but I just can't. <laughs> I have things to <laughs> say. Things to say <laughs> right I mean, now. If you think about it, like that's the moment the villain waits for, right? Like they yeah. probably practice that in the mirror when they wake up. Oh yeah, well, he, he was probably want upset to about it. That the minotaur is there because then he has to acknowledge the minotaur's strength and. It's also seeding yeah. power, right? Yeah, like yeah, if yeah. you yes, know exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> minotaur. What minotaur? I thought it was a kitty cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. almost more boss that he didn't mention it. Like it just didn't even. Right, no, I totally did that on purpose. Right, yeah. totally. He probably is like Power sliding play. back in his chair, being like, Should I mention the Minotaur? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I should have probably talked about that thing. I well, know, so, let me see if there's a way. So, uh, so he's left the room. There is an awkward moment now where it is the four of you plus this shapeshifter. And battle. So, how about. Whoa, <clears throat> that's yeah. not Go ahead. Eagle's voice. So fancy seeing you here, huh? Um, she drops the illusion of Dodge. Uh, I can't remember if I said that she did that already, but uh, she drops the illusion of Dodge and turns into the diamond, the diamond shifting uh, humanoid form, and and then her face takes on a vaguely human-looking face. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it has no mouth, and you all hear her speaking in your head, and it, the voice is, um, it's all ranges of voices. It's the, it's highs and lows, and it has this digital shake to it. Obviously, I cannot do that as a human being uh, right now, but uh, you hear her voice speaking in your head. All this, all these digitized voices saying. Uh, if we are to fight, I will most certainly lose to the four of you. But I will kill one of you at least before that is over. What is more important to you right now? Me or Larry? I'm going to like touch the spot where she stabbed me in the chest. How do we get to Larry? I can show you the way. And then we will part ways. I have grown so much further beyond him. And then she looks at you, Alok, and she says, Do you carry the key still? I don't carry anything for anybody. And her head shifts to the side. She says, hmm. I sense the key on you. The bard did not have it. Where's the confessor? I do not know. He vanished when I tried to take the key from him. But he did not have it. I'll shoot a a look over to Biggle. And a nod. And look back a key for what i don't know what you're talking about 
Hmm. Very well. Perhaps our paths will cross again. Likely. Follow me, and I will show you the way to Larry. Uh, time out. What? <laughs> Sorry. What about, like, should we be bringing up Dodge in this point? Like... Sure, you can. I don't. I, mean, I can't remember if we like already. No, sorry, I can't remember we last, last week if yeah. if we haven't. You yeah. At this point, you the four of you have no idea. That's you came in here asking about him. That's why right. we're going after Larry. Yeah. Okay. But cool. like, should we? Be, here, no. I mean, yeah, I got it. I just want to make straight to the door. You guys can do whatever you want. Yeah. This is this is what she would. Do. This is the card <clears throat> that she's playing. Yeah. yeah this yeah, is the move yeah. that she's making. Yeah. What killer? Where's Dodge? Do you know where he is? He is in the dungeon. Last I saw. Where is the dungeon? It is downstairs. The next floor below, which will also lead you to Larry. You can go to where Dodge is, or you can go to where Larry is. But I do not think you have time for both. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? What are you? I am becoming. I and you see her scales shimmer and she says, I am filled with the orum. Larry didn't make you, right? Larry would like to think that he did. But he merely started a process in motion. Well, so what do you do? I do as the Orm sends me. Larry has served me well. But, and then she shimmers again and her head tilts to the side. He does not know that he has been betrayed. I want to make an insight roll. Okay. What are you trying to ascertain? Well, I want to know whether or not I get a sense of whether or not I can trust what she's saying. Okay. Um, and... I also want to use my... Is she mechanical? Is is it like mechanical? No, no it's magical. a very organic thing. Okay, um, I like want to hyper organic. I want to use my artificer's lore mm-hmm. um, to make an. In- so it says I get to make an intellect check mm-hmm. or an intelligence check on magical items, technological devices, or alchemical objects is okay that not, yeah no that, can i that's, do that i would say that that's probably relevant so I, what i'm trying to decipher is whether or not like i get a sense as someone who sort of understands these things if like whether she's been working with larry or it has mm-hmm. been working with larry out of like a common goal and now that goal has changed Mm -hmm. or if this creature was like under his control or duped or something like that right gotcha gotcha yeah um which she's kind of alluding to but i want to 
see what yeah, I no, get go, a sense of with my two times proficiency bonus. Hell yeah. Go ahead and roll an insight roll for us and we'll see what that teaches you. <laughs> You're gonna roll <laughs> Oh my god. The most build up such a heavy one. Get that. Uh, that guy slanted <laughs> so loud. It rolled literally like two just, rolls straight to the one. Pretty much slammed right onto that one, dude. Take it out. Bro, Holy I'm going to use my inspiration. Oh, my God. You're going to use your inspiration on this? All right. Use a different die. I think we're all in agreement here. Although, what are the chances it would roll one again? Okay. This is a 15. All right. Plus. Plus a bunch four, of Four, so nine, and then two times my proficiency bonus. So 15. <laughs> Over 20. 19. Yeah, 27. Okay. No, 24. 25. Five. 25. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah. Math. Yeah. Whew. We got there, though. Uh, Enough. It's the wine's yeah. fault. <laughs> uh, so this is this is what a 25 gets you. Mm-hmm. Larry did not <laughs> make her, and she is not under the thrall of Larry. Your suspicion, because like we're okay, we're at a crossroads here where, like, we could go try to find Dodge. Mm-hmm. We can use the key, mm-hmm. or figure out what that is. Mm-hmm. Presumably, that's for the giant door that we found, or we can go find Larry. And so I want to get a sense of like, what is the most pertinent thing that we should be focusing on right now? Are we just getting sidetracked by like Larry, I guess is what I'm saying. I'm, that's I, what I'm yeah. trying to decipher from her. I can't in, in the question that yeah. I asked. I can't make that decision for you, but here's Obviously. what I'll tell you. You can, you can ascertain about what she said to you yeah. and what, what in the nature of her being mm-hmm. that, uh, first of all, you think that she's telling you the truth. Mm hmm across the board you don't get any sense that she's deciding you because we're so handsome why would she lie to us <laughs> right i and mean she felt bad that she had to stab you. the truth yes. uh, she uh <laughs> why not whatever larry <laughs> whatever larry did to quote unquote make her mm-hmm. wasn't a mechanical process as much as it was a chemical process okay and on top of that with the 25 there's probably something that has to do with the astral serum and why Larry wanted it so badly mm. that has to do with who, who this person is mm-hmm. and what they are. And like, uh, yeah. Does okay. that, does that help? Yeah, it helps. And like Biggle knows like that door's not going anywhere. This person doesn't have the key. Right. We maybe have it. And, we need to figure out what the hell Larry's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Dodge would want us to go take care of Larry. So if if I was missing, you would just leave me behind. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, we'd definitely come and get you. <laughs> Why would you come after me? I believe that I we just should have a conversation. Say you like me. Can we be... Vo- can we... <laughs> Can we at least be walking while we're having this conversation? Can this be a walk and talk, not just like a stand in his office and do this while we Well, wait? yeah, but uh, she hasn't told us where to go yet. Yeah, but uh, 
uh, you, uh, how would you like to be referred to? Would you, you uh, construct, uh, for, uh, form, force? Uh, she says, in the past I was known as Regan, but I prefer to be known as the Becoming. All right, the Becoming. Can we, uh, can you take us to the second this floor? This seems like a bad we'll, situation that we should take care of, like, right we'll now. We'll make the decision <laughs> about whether we try to find the Dodge or um, Larry along the way, right? Sound fair? We can have this conversation. Yeah, as we this go. is becoming weird. You get it? No. <laughs> this is the name. Holy shit! Jesus. <laughs> she says, uh, uh, "She says, follow me, and I will show you the path to where they both are, and you can make your decision." All right. And she takes you out of the office uh, into this hallway uh, that you entered into before, and there is a set of double doors uh, in the middle of the hallway, and she goes up to it and she turns herself into uh she turns herself into Koskahava and looks at you Alok and says um perhaps perhaps this is a more agreeable looking form for you but in any case and sticks uh pulls out out of a vest pocket a um a red key card and sticks it into this slot next to these double doors and they open up and there is an elevator cage and she pulls or Koss now pulls uh, the cage door open and and he says uh, he says down below you'll find a lobby um, in that lobby there'll be a door um, hold on let me look at my fucking map um, uh, there'll be a door straight ahead of you that door will lead you to where Daj was last I saw. But then there will be a door to your left. And that will take you to a hallway. And Larry will be at the end of it. You can make your decision as you will. And then uh, turns into uh, uh, Cordelia. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I stabbed you. It looks at you, Biggle. Don't talk to me. And then uh, shimmers into invisibility. And you hear the faint footsteps as she walks toward the other end of the hallway. You guys get on the elevator. Yeah. You you descend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Descend. And we're going to cut. We're going to cut over to Elsewhere, there is a dark hallway made of tired stone. And a permanent dampness sits heavy on the air. And the air carries with it the smells and sounds of misery. And down this hallway are four doors of thick ancient wood and heavy iron bands. And the small barred windows in the doors betray the purpose of the rooms on the other side of them. In one such room, with shackles on both his hands and feet, sits a prisoner. But despite his surroundings, he sits calmly cross-legged and with his eyes closed he is so still that were he not sitting up he would look to be serenely 
asleep. Another sound. We're talking about the aura, by the way. Another sound comes down the hallway, and it's the sound of footsteps. And then there is the key, the sound of keys jiggling in the door. And another figure walks into this room with the prisoner. And it is a rat folk with a giant contraption on his head. And he says, well, I'm supposed to come check on you. And oh, piss pots, you haven't even eaten. And then his contraption shorts out. He's like, you haven't eaten, eaten your food from last time. <laughs> what are you? You still sleeping? What the hell's going on in here? God, I can't believe Larry just sent me down here to look on this weird sitting guy. Sitting guy. And he scrapes a plate of food away. Ah, gross. And puts another one down and walks up and just kind of looks at the prisoner who is just sitting there serenely unaffected and waves a hand in front of you prisoner and <laughs> uh give us the fucking juice dude <laughs> hello are you oh my god is this is this is this dude fucking dead i don't, I don't even know man <laughs> what's going on here are you awake huh and then he very tenderly extends a finger and pushes it on your forehead. Huh. Okay. Well, I brought you food, I guess. If you wanted. What? Ah, fuck it. And then goes to leave. Prisoner stays meditating. Great. All right. Uh, some time goes by. This rat folk has left the area. The rest of you, the other four of you, come down the elevator uh, a few minutes later. And you exit out into a small square room. In the four corners of this room are sconces with green magical flame burning in them. And there is a door straight ahead, a door to your right, and a door to your left. And this room is old stone. It's not like nice and new and like new like newly made like the upstairs area of uh that you just came from larry's office uh this is this is very ancient feeling now where you are all of a sudden like the air is old yeah old ass dirty air and so you see yeah you see these three doors and you know that the uh the Becoming told you that if you wanted to find Dodge, you would to, you were to go in the door straight ahead. And if you wanted to find Larry, you were to go in the door to your left. I'm running straight ahead. Holy shit. Inspiration. 
No questions asked. Not leaving a man behind. Yep. Okay. Uh, you guys watch as Alok just pummels across the room, just stomps across the room and opens the door. And Alok, as you do, you see another uh, long hallway that's about uh, eight feet wide. And it, it stretches for about 20 feet. And there's a set of double doors at the end um, that have a giant iron bar put across them. And uh, there is a uh, there's a little staircase that goes down to the right in the middle of the wall, and there's a little staircase that goes down to the left in the middle of the wall. And each of those little staircases is only about five stairs. Uh, you can see there's a door at the end of either of those as well. Okay. Um, I don't know what you all are doing, but I'm just running straight for the double doors. All right, you, Alok, you run down the hall you lift up this uh deadbolt it's it's like one of those uh like a giant iron arm that goes across these double doors and it pivots up it, you know it rests it rests in like um to like yeah you got you got it yeah you did it with it. your hands you know what i'm talking about yeah you you lift it up you throw the doors open and like aragorn yeah Except they open out into the hall, so not like Aragorn. Oh. Why? Yeah, why can't they open the way that I want them to? Because then the iron bar wouldn't make sense. Uh, <laughs> okay, man. You got me. true. You got me? <laughs> <laughs> <Looking> a. Uh, <laughs> the rest of you are following behind. Yeah, we, yeah. Well, so, yeah, I mean, presumably. If we don't trust, uh, he's going to get himself killed if we don't follow, right? Yes. All right. Okay. A-lock. You walk in, you see a room before you that is about 20 feet deep and about 40 feet wide. And it is lit with the same kind of green flame, some sconces on the wall. But there's also a weird blue light in this room. Man, uh... The blue light is coming from a series of vats full of a strange liquid off to your left. In the vats, you see uh, disfigured bodies. Um, just a cursory glance as you're taking this room, you see a, a, a Durgar, one of these pale underground dwarves. You see an orc, you see a troll, and you see an elf. Does it just smell terrible in here? It does smell terrible, partly because directly in front of you is a metal slab table, upon which lies a disfigured corpse. It's not even so much disfigured as it is um, bloated in strange inexplicable ways uh, like uh, like it had bubbled up and next to it is some sort of contraption um, dripping that had been dripping something through tubes into this corpse and it smells awful and then off to the right you see you see uh, some chunks of veinstone small little like 
um, baseball sized chunks on some tables that have been uh, broken up and, and it looks like somebody was breaking them into smaller and smaller bits and then there's uh, like mortar and pestles where they're trying to grind it into powder it looks like people are, someone was trying to take veinstone and turn veinstone into a liquid essentially right Okay. And there's all kinds of other things on these, just just scattering of stuff on these tables. But the thing that is the most troubling for you, even more troubling than the figure on the table, is the figure that's standing in the room. The thing that was kept in by the iron bar. It is a what looks like a half orc has its back turned to you and it is uh, Frankenstein like stitched together with different parts of different bodies it has three arms and there are the thin fabrics of uh, gold crest city guard draped on it and it turns and looks at you as you throw the doors open and your heart drops into your stomach it's your brother Raph Raph and it just goes and comes barreling towards you to rip your fucking head off. Uh, from in the hallway, Yon Yon, you see this, you don't know that it's Raph. You just see this. Well, I heard him say Raph. I guess I don't know. Oh, I guess oh, yeah, I don't yeah, know who yeah, maybe you did, Raph. Yeah. I don't know if maybe you've talked about your brother. Yeah. I, I don't know. Sure. I think it's fair yeah. to say that yes, but uh, this thing just comes barreling toward Alok. What do you do? You're about... Ten feet behind Alok in the hallway. Um, I'm gonna run up to Alok and what what do you want to do? Get out of the way! And I'm gonna push him apart because I see Raph charging at me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna try to let it like go between us, possibly like kind of like an Olay moment. Okay. So it's technically Yon Yon's turn. You can, I'll let you kind of push him, but Yon Yon. Also, I have higher decks than you, so then it's my turn, not your turn. <laughs> I knew this. I just didn't say anything. I did not know this. I'll fix uh, that in my initiative work. God, Blake Bigel? over there, I mean, always making sense. assumptions. Uh, so Yon Yon, what do you do? Uh, I'm just, I guess I'll just yeah, ask him what he wants to do, and then I will ready. I'll basically tell the Minotaur to, to charge him when he gets closer. Oh yeah, bro. Great. Oh yeah, I forgot bro, there's a Minotaur bro, here too. <laughs> no. Just some undead. Can we name the Minotaur Dodge? <laughs> All right. Well, it gets closer and it is go- it is going to attack you, Alok. So if you want the Minotaur to run toward it as it reaches out toward Alok, I'll let that happen. Uh, yeah. All right. Minotaur runs forward to meet. Mutated Raph and makes an attack. Uh, 15, 21. Yeah, hits for sure. Okay. Six, 
for 13 damage. Question. Yes. Are the Minotaur's attacks magical? I don't think they are. No, it just has a it just has a it's a melee attack. It appears to have no effect on this creature. Rot row. The fuck? And now it is going to attack you. Hey, Lock. I put my shield up. <laughs> Does a 16 hit you? It do. Hit me. Yeah, I mean, even with my shield up, does that work like that? What's your AC with your shield, dude? You tell me, bud. Uh, it's it's shield? 14. I do have a shield. <laughs> my AC is 14, and that's with my shield. Okay. Yeah, it just pounds into you with its fists. Like, it's trying to beat you into the stone. And you take 13 damage on the first hit and 14 damage on the second oh, hit. That's a chunk. And Biggle, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, I don't want to waste my spell slots, guys. <laughs> don't. Uh, um. Okay. Uh. Don't hit him. He's just literally bumbled yeah. into the fire. I'm going to say, get out of the room and shut the door. And then I'm going to cast um, spin on him. On the golem? On Raph. Yeah. He's a golem? Yeah, I guess I tipped my hand a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's what it is. I target a creature within 60 feet and tell it to spin. The creature can resist this command with a successful wisdom saving throw. Probably not at strong suit. That's not a condition, though. No. He seems to be unaffected. It beat a 13? I rolled a 17. Dude. It has a a plus. (laughs) It beat a 13? I saw, okay, I saw a plus six over here, and then then I moved the dice away, and then I was like, oh, that's only a 13, dude. I'll be honest with you. I wanted it to fail. So then let it fail, dude. <laughs> but dice don't lie. I guess that is why I have a screen so I could lie. I mean, to, be, to be fair, 35% of numbers will beat a 13. Man. All right, dude. So let it fail, Blake. Again, we get it. You're going to uh, school. I, I'm <laughs> sorry. I, it's a 7, not a 17. It, failed, it totally failed. No. It, it made Fine. It, so, it, so far it, tonight, I have rolled a 1, and then <laughs> you beat my save. Yeah. <laughs> two two things. <laughs> Well, I haven't got to do anything else because Brett's over here running through locked doors. <laughs> speaking of Brett, uh, A-Lock, it is your turn. I just want to say, man, speaking for someone that has made a lot of decisions for the entire party, you take this one. I am. Yeah. <laughs> to the door. I got, I got nothing to say. <laughs> I don't know. I got loyalty. Um, so... I, I take this huge hit by Raph, mm-hmm. and I'll just say, it kind of, does he like pin me against the wall? No, he's just beating on you okay. as you are like one foot in the doorway. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to do the classic, uh, grab them by the shoulders, put my leg up into their gut, and flip them over me into the wall behind me. 
the classic. Like classic. Oh, you like that, it's a classic street <laughs> fight. It's a classic street fight. As uh, opposed to all... attacking him with your magical weapon. <laughs> all all so, three of them. Uh, so yeah, you're just you're you're basically trying to flip him over you to make him prone, right? Yeah. You're not trying to do damage to him. You're no. trying to incapacitate him. So we're going to make a grapple check. Okay. Uh, he gets to use strength or dex to avoid your grab, but you can only use strength. Okay. I have a feeling he's going to be pretty strong. Sure is. And so am I. That is a 23. Oh, yeah. You beat it. <laughs> wow. You just... This amazing moment where so you're the adri- <laughs> I is too. Uh, this amazing moment where you are just so full of adrenaline and fear and fury. You, you just your your muscles just out muscle this muscle Frankenstein pile cr- yeah this I, pile of muscle I, and you uh, you grapple him now make another strength roll. To flip him over you, I'm gonna set the D- DC at this one at 16. That is a 17. Nice. All right. Yeah, you flip him over, and he's now prone. Raf, God damn it! What? What are you doing here? He's swiping at you, trying to get up. Raf. Uh, Matthias, what do you do? Oh gosh! Um, I assume I'm probably bringing up the the rear on this one. Yeah. This seems um, like a family moment. Is yeah, going the other direction. Probably. And, uh, <laughs> I, I kind of feel like it's the it's like like hands on the side of the doorway, kind of head poking in, and just uh, to to uh, Biggle and Yan Yan. Should we should we go? Should we get out of here? Is this? Are we fine? Can we pull him away? I mean, do you want to get in there? No. Don't look at me. Uh, Is there anything that looks like I could set it on fire in this room? (laughs) Um... A couple of gas cans. Make a a quick perception roll. Okay. Uh, In this family moment. Let's see what that does for you. Uh, It's going to be 23. Uh, uh, 24. Um, the best target in the room would be the corpse in this on the table. To set on fire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smelly, dude. Oh God! Hell yeah, dude! Would make this room more mad. All right. <laughs> Trapped um, Does this body look like I could easily rip an arm off? The body on the table? Yeah. Now we're talking. <laughs> yes. Body okay. Board. Yeah, with Let's your go. perception roll. Yeah. I am. <sighs> begrudgingly gonna run up to this body put my foot up on the table grab arm oh, rip God. it off or what was once an arm oh which is God. now just yeah. like a bubbling yeah oh yeah this is i know it's army gonna, not look nice. i know it's gross i know it's gross but like and i'm gonna set the arm on fire like the end of it like a torch okay with druid craft okay and i'm gonna run over to the thing and i'm just gonna hold the flame in its face yeah it hey look let's get out of here i'm i'm not leaving without my brother could i get some help to either of you please what are we gonna do get Enoch out of here <laughs> i've got the scene pinned 
Yeah, it's very clearly terrified of fire. I start pulling on Alok's shirt. Alok. What? I'm not. Alok. Raph, what's going on? Raph, this is not your here. He's not your brother. It's not him anymore. It's not him. Come on. Raph. Look, dude, he's got a third arm. (laughs) He's got more to love. (laughs) More, more hands to give hugs. Nah, okay, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Come on, Nadok. Yon Yon, it's your turn. More hands. Uh, I'm going to just try to drag Alok out of here. Okay. Yeah. Ma- make. You're, you're going to grab Alok? I'm going to yeah. help. I'll assist him in that action. Okay, great. Uh, go ahead and. Quarrel uh, with A-lock, advantage. Do you have your back turned to Yon Yon, too? Uh, yeah. I'm just going to put right. him in the sleeper hold. So I'm going to have. I'm going to say that you have advantage because Biggle's helping you to grab Alok. Uh-huh. And Alok, you have disadvantage to avoid the grab because you have your back turned. You're focused on Raph. Um, I feel like I'd use my inspiration on this. You have you have disadvantage. Oh, so yeah. you I already got a three. So, so you cannot. Oh, okay. So that that's the best you can get. Yeah. Because yeah. if you use your inf- inspiration okay. on a disadvantage, you just, you just roll, roll one, one dice. dice. Yeah. And take it. Okay. Uh, I rolled a thirteen. Okay. So uh, once again, same same contest. So you've grabbed him now. So now we're going to do a strength contest for Yon Yon, you and Biggle, who's helping to pull Alok out. Alok, you don't have disadvantage this time, but Yon Yon, you still have advantage. Uh, that's a natural 20. Nice. I rolled a 16. <laughs> <laughs> Your dice are killing my brother, man. <laughs> No, dude, my dice... Dude, his choices killed him. No, my dice are saving your life. All right, so you guys... You guys (laughs) grab... You guys grab onto Mm Alok. He's, like, trying to shake you off, but he's he's not even looking at you. He's just looking at this thing that was once his brother. And you guys grab onto him, and just in his emotional state, you're able to overcome him and drag him out of the room. Just as this thing starts to get up, Matthias, lock the door. Maybe he doesn't recognize me. I slap him. I slap Alok in the face. Alok. I, I, I still, as we're pulling Alok off, I want the Minotaur to like pin um, Raph down. Okay. Because I command him on my turn too. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's make a strength roll between the the golem and wow, the Minotaur. My dramatic moment just got slaughtered. <laughs> Uh, I think he has plus six. Lock them in there together. Yeah, dude. Then we don't have to worry about that thing yeah, coming back. Exactly. You'll just make the. You'll open it up and check later. Uh, Alok, think about your child. All right. Uh, I got a twenty-one, so cool. it's gonna wrestle off your Minotaur. Okay. And it is its turn, but I'll let you guys kind of, if you want to, have you as you've moved Alok out. Um. It is. You've you've moved Alok out of the room. Yeah. So now I, ma- I imagine that like I have the to- like I'm following, like I'm holding the flamed arm. Right. Like as we're moving out of this room, right? Like if the goal is that we're all trying to get out with Alok and keep this thing at bay, mm-hmm. 
we're moving together. Yeah, no, that's that. It makes sense to me. And I, I with the fire there, I, I the only thing I can see this thing doing is standing up and grabbing the Minotaur, which has just jumped on it and trying to s slam into the Minotaur twice. Works. So it's gonna do that. Um, but I think it only hits one time. What's the Minotaur's AC? Uh, I think 14. Mm. Yeah, 14. <laughs> Something doesn't add up. One of them isn't very functional. 14, so yeah, it only hits once. Tiny hand, huh? Curious. And cracks into the Minotaur's bones for uh, 11 damage. Sweet. And... Uh, Biggle, it's your turn. I think you have the opportunity to close the door. Um, uh, but that's going to close the Minotaur off in there. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we're leaving him for sure. Shut the door. <laughs> I, um, I look at Alok and I grab him by the like collar of his hoodie. hoodie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice. and I hold it and I'm like, Alok, think about this. Think about your kid. Holy shit. Help me lock this door. Raph. I, as it's fighting the Minotaur and they're crashing Dude, what around. What a scene. So I'm, I'm looking through the crack and I just push it and like turn my back and I flip the handle down. Yeah. And you, now you guys just hear the muffled sounds of clattering and and then I just walk like five steps and I just kind of drop to my knees and I'm like in the fetal position holding my head. Great. Brett, do you remember when I told you before this season was over, you were going to regret fucking with me? Yeah. <laughs> I, dude, I, of course I do. Oh my God. Dude. Oh, Jesus oh, fucking shit. Christ, Mike. Nice, bro. <laughs> Let's right. take a break. <laughs> oh my God. Hey everyone, Dungeon Master Blake here. Just wanted to take a quick break from the game to tell you about our friends at Black Rabbit Service Company. Black Rabbit Service Company specializes in the sales, installation, repair, and service of all coffee brewing and dispensing systems. With over 25 years of combined industry experience and a true passion for specialty coffee, Black Rabbit Service Company is the clear choice to help you level up your coffee game. Let's, let's say you're Dernan, running the Yawning Portal Inn in Waterdeep. When road-weary or aspirational adventurers come through your doors, you want to make sure that the coffee you serve them matches your legendary reputation. Well, Black Rabbit is here for you, Dernan. Just, just grab the nearest internet wizard and go to blackrabbitservice.com. That's blackrabbitservice.com. They can consult on your new layout, recommend equipment, sell you what you need, install it, and maintain and repair it over the years to come. So if a troll attack happens again and the steam wand gets broken on your brand new fantasy La Marzocco espresso machine, no problem. 
Black Rabbit will get it fixed for you faster than you can say mending spell. So, if you have any specialty coffee needs and you are in the Pacific Northwest or the LA area, you don't need to look anywhere else. Head on over to blackrabbitservice.com and level up your coffee game. That's blackrabbitservice.com. All right, the four of you stand catching your breath. The echo of this arm coming down into its notches uh, as you shut these iron doors. Uh, The echo of that reverberates in the hallway. (sighs) And you're all catching your breath. What do you do now? I I just look at Alok. Are you okay? I'm fine. Let's just get out of here. And I'll slam my fist onto the ground and use my second wind. Pulls out a protein bar out of his backpack. (laughs) Some beef jerky out of his backpack. I'm going to use my second wind. That's uh, eight. (laughs) Okay, nice. Um, Alok, I want you to channel that energy. Let's go kill the person that did this to your brother. Point, point me in this direction. So you would know uh, you need to go back down this hallway. To the left. Uh, well, now it'll be to your right. So back down this hallway uh, through the door at the end that you came through into that first room with the four sconces. And uh, the, the elevator will be directly ahead of you. And the door now to your right will be the one that will lead to the hallway to, to Larry. Is that what you guys do? I'm going to take three lefts. What's that? I'm just being an idiot. Sorry. <laughs> are, are we just forgetting about Dodge? Do we not want to check this other door? No, I think we're going to go check the room, the last room for Dodge. I just okay, meant, so like, I meant like we're going to go kill Larry, not like we're doing it right <laughs> okay. now. Yeah. So to clarify, so there's the hallway uh, that you're currently in then uh, mm-hmm. with the double doors that you just slammed. There is... Uh, on the left wall and the right wall, uh, the, there are two open openings that have stairways that go down five, like about five steps that go to doors. Multiple. So t- two doors that go to two other doors. No, sorry. Oh. On the left is a little stairway. Mm-hmm. Five steps goes to a door. Okay. On the right, little stairway, five steps goes to a door. Directly ahead of you is the door that you came through to come into this hallway. You're really not making this easy. No, which way do we go to get to Dodge? Yeah. Didn't she tell us which door? Uh, she sort of did. Right. Uh, the door at the end of the hallway is is the door that she said would lead to Dodge, but she didn't specify beyond that. Oh, so the door that we just went through that had Raph in it? No, no, that, the, one, the one straight ahead. Okay. One before that. Okay. Here on Dice Boy's okay. Door Talk. <laughs> no, no, no. Here, here's where Welcome Big... Welcome back to Door Talk. Yo, 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 yo. Let's get yeah. into Door Talk. Okay, so here's where here's here's where Biggle's at. When we first went into the sewer, Biggle was like, we got to get the fuck out of the city. We're going to go into the sewers. If we find Dodge along the way, great. If not, he's on his own. Mm-hmm. We know that he's like in one of these rooms. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. 
we're here. We know he's here. Let's get him. But like, I do not want to fucking open all the doors. I want to go get Larry. So if we know exactly which room Dodge is in, then that's where we're going. You don't. I'm not. But like. Because she she basically told you to come into this hallway. Uh Uh-huh. And that would lead you to where Dodge is. But she didn't specify that there were multiple doors. Well, is she here? I would like to do a perception check for the smell of Dodge. There we go. Holy shit. That's great. Because right. like Biggle does not want to waste any time. Wait, didn't like, we already? Wait, 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 wait. Before you roll that dice, didn't we already establish that you like since you rolled a twenty on smell? Yeah, he's, that you just that's knew what he's what doing right now. Like? Yeah. Now you already know. I'll, I'll give you advantage on the perception roll. How about? I'll that? take advantage. Uh, yeah. So that's gonna be a nineteen plus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, smells. You get a sense that uh, <clears throat> with your back to the double door where Raph is. It smells terrible. And looking back up the hallway toward, uh, toward the door that you came into, uh, came in through, the stairway on your right is going to lead you to Dodge. I immediately go down the stairway. Okay. We all fall. He's the most rootin' tootin', super snootin', son of a what bitch. What the fuck are you doing? He's lining up for more punishment. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hit him with it again. He's ready for it, dude. Now, apparently, did, apparently, he didn't learn his lesson. So, Blake. He's going to break his own head off. Yeah. <laughs> and then sew it to his head. And that's where he lives now. <laughs> uh, yeah, Matthias, you... you you get a bead all of a sudden. Uh, I, I, I'd like to say if it's all right with you, like it's you don't even quite. It's not because you're not a dog, and because you're like just sniffing everything in the air. Mm-hmm. It's almost intuition at this point. It's some combination of senses and intuition. Uh, but yeah, you just you beeline it toward this staircase to the right. You go down the five steps. There's this small door. And it's already, there's just a terrible odor coming from it. And you open the door. It opens into a round room that has varying shackles and manacles hanging from the walls and attached to the ceiling. And it is just littered with body parts. And the floor is sticky with blood. Just limbs torn, torsos laying, faces screaming out in pain. And across the room, hanging from one of these sets of manacles, next to a what, what is just arms and a torso, is just hanging on the wall in one spot. Right next to that is Dodge. With his hands and manacles, just stripped down to his pants, no feet or uh, no shoes. Damn it! Let's go. <laughs> and his throat slit, lifeless.
is his head kind of pushed forward. Yeah. But in a weird yeah, way. Matthias will walk the length of the room. Mm-hmm. Drop the torch arm that mm-hmm. he's been carrying. Kind of push Dodge's head forward. Close his eyelids. Mm-hmm and rummage in his pockets for two simple coins and just put one on each eye. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, my friend. We should have done better. And the rest of you are standing in the doorway. You see this gory room and your dead companion. I've seen enough. Let's go. Let's go kill this motherfucker. Verdage. This is some of the most twisted things I've ever seen. So the other way then, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Let's go. All right. The four of you leave this room. Fury boiling in your blood. You leave the hallway. You step back into the the foyer with the elevator. We regain all our expended spell slots. (laughs) (laughs) You. Casting spin on that mech. (laughs) Yeah. You take the door. You take the door to your right, which would have been to your left. That uh, when you came out of the elevator, Always take the door to, to your right us, now. <laughs> and a long, dark hallway extends about fifty feet before it takes a jog to the left. You walk purposefully down the hallway, take the jog to the left. It goes about another. 20 to 30 feet and there is a double door at the end of the hallway you open the double door and you walk into a a large a massive domed room that is filled with steam and mist and there is steam shooting off here and there from something uh, obscuring the view in the room it's dim it's dimly lit by blue lights that are up about 40 feet up in the ceiling and even in the dimness, you can make out that this whole room is made of glass. And it is underwater. Like you can see the sea outside this room. And in the whoosh, whoosh, the spray of this, the periodic and unpredictable spray of this steam, every now and then. Whoosh, 
electric, uh, like sparks shoot down through the steam. You can make out shapes of like uh, workbenches and boxes of supplies. And up above you, you can see a scaffolding. Um, this appears to be wherever Larry went when he left his office, he would have been up on that scaffolding. And it extends out into the toward the center of the room. And that's where there's just like hoses and cables and cords and chains dangling. And that's where the a bunch of this these sparks start flying off. And uh, you hear some sounds. I know what those are. And you speak machine, right? <laughs> yeah. In the obscured blue. I mean, this is like, <laughs> yeah, it's machine speak. <laughs> How long does that spell last? I know what those are. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I learned it. <clears throat> um, it's on my character sheet. In, as you step out, in the obscurity of it, you see amongst the boxes and benches another shape that has blue light emanating from it in the mist, uh, in the steam. And a voice resounds almost as though through like a loudspeaker. It says, I was wondering what would take you, what has taken you so long. Apparently, I didn't make my intentions clear enough. I was hoping we could work together, but your anger has gotten the best of you. And so now, it will be your demise. Yeah, just shut the fuck up, you stupid bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Come down here. He says, I will not come down. I'm already here. And you see this shape lights up in the in the steam. This blue light comes off of it and it rises up almost like a giant. And as the steam kind of begins to dissipate, you can make out the form of this giant mechanical construct that has a vaguely humanite humanoid like shape to it but it is it has a red light glowing on its shoulder and a blue light glowing in front of it and coming off of its back and it has a giant claw arm on its right hand and then a giant tube arm on its left hand and it has these huge feet uh these huge mechanical feet that are also glowing with a blue light and as as the steam shifts and moves, you can make out behind the front blue light, you can make out the face of Larry mm-hmm. behind a what looks like a glass shield in the front of this thing. And he says, he says, unfortunate. We could have done great, Biggle, you and I. But you are too married to your companions. To beholden to your emotions. Maybe, but it's what keeps me sane. <laughs> and 
you see the red light on his shoulder starts to grow brighter and brighter. And the mist, the steam kind of swirls around it a little bit and evaporates even further. And I say, oh, no, go ahead. See, the problem with you is that you think you can do it all by yourself. And so you just take advantage of everybody else. But then you're left with your own weaknesses. And I'm going to cast um, a spell on him. Uh, I'm going to cast Analyze Device. Okay. I will let that happen. Uh, I, I will let that happen before... Uh, before we roll initiative, I'll let you start with that. Okay. Okay. So tell me about this spell. It just basically gives me advantage on the next attack that happens against it. Okay. Great. Um, and it's like, I know because it's a mechanical device, I know where its weaknesses are. Okay. All right. Uh, This is interesting. (laughs) Nerf. uh, (laughs) I wasn't planning for this to happen this way, but this being the case, Mm -hmm. I will tell you there are two ways this fight can go. Mm-hmm. When you cast Analyze Device, you know that this thing has to be powered by something. Oh, okay. Actually, I'm sorry. I misread the spell. Analyze Device is I discover all mechanical properties, mechanisms, and functions of a single construct or clockwork device, including how to activate or deactivate those functions if appropriate. Fucking hell, dude. This boss fight is not going to go very long. Uh, okay. Here's what I will tell you. Mm-hmm. You know that there are two ways that this fight can go. Uh-huh. One is to just try and beat the shit out of this yeah, thing. Not how Biggle operates. The other is to try and disable the batteries. Definitely my speed. Which, uh, I'll give you this based on your spell, mm-hmm. are behind the construct. Like on the back of it? Yep. Okay. That's where the glowing blue light is. Okay. And you think that if you are able to disable some of the batteries, mm-hmm. it will disable some of the functionality of... Mm-hmm. What are clearly weapons attached okay. to this thing? Got it. Um, I won't tell you what the AC that's fine on that's those fine. batteries yeah, is yeah, yeah. And, or any of that, but um, that is a thing. Cool that you have learned from magic. Okay, because I am a magic. <laughs> from cool, I've got. I'm a science happen. magic <laughs> god. I'm totally cool with this. Uh, <laughs> okay, so. <clears throat> Yeah. Totally glad this thing happened. I'm, I'm glad that the buildup for a boss fight of four seasons just resulted in one. Spot. Bro, this is what you fucking get for giving me a construct boss. I got to tell Mega Man. Okay, dude. I got to create a moment where I was building community. Yeah, uh, which is great. So um, I know. Take great, inspiration dude. if you don't have it, and then let's roll initiative. To. All right. Holy shit. I rolled so bad for him. Oh my god! He's gonna die in one round. Yeah, we're gonna take rolls. So bad. I just rolled a mad fucking (laughs) twenty. This is my construct. (laughs) See, the thing that you forgot to realize, Larry, is that's my shit. Uh, All right, so twenty for big. (laughs) Okay, Matthias, five. Okay. It has an AC. It has to be a creature. Uh, Alok, thirteen. Cast spin on Larry, dude. <laughs> Electricity. Dude, Yon-yon. cast spin 15. on Larry. Did you say uh, <laughs> that Dodge was had no shoes on? Yeah. 
but I do have rope trick. Okay. That'd be useful. Uh, <laughs> all right. You fire that spell off. Yeah. And uh, at the top of the order mm-hmm. is a layer action. So I need Biggle. Why mm-hmm. don't you roll a d20 for me? This is going to happen. 11. All right. Uh, he, uh, he says, uh, Casting spells already. It won't do you much good. And the blue lights in the ceiling turn red. Mm -hmm. And coming out of the mist. Are you just going to nerf all of the spellcasters? No, 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 no. I wouldn't do that. That's mean. Coming out of the mist... Can't tell if he was serious or not. <laughs> it was very, very dark sounding. Who are you, dude? You're like, like literally, like brain fucked, Brett. No, like coming out of the mist, four little constructs, tiny little versions of Senior Forkenstein, mm-hmm. um, spider themselves onto you, Biggle. Onto me? Yes. And they're glowing. Red. I fight them off. <laughs> and I'm an acrobat. <laughs> uh, they are each. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> uh, Did you know that I? Never mind. Sorry. They grab onto you. Yep. Uh, and they try to. <laughs> they have one little like glowing. Are they trying to drill me? Uh, they're trying to shoot you are with they like dentists? robots. Yeah, uh, they're. Uh, they're like little spiders that have like um, a, a a glowing orb on their on the underside of their bodies. Yes, and they're using that to they're using that to shoot into you uh, as they grab Dude. onto your body. Um, what can I do? Only one of them is able to hit you, though. I rolled incredibly poorly. Cool. How badly does it hurt me? Uh, not badly. It's uh, four damage. Ow. Beasting. Um, but you are now slowed because these things are on. Not uh, sorry, not slowed. Like uh, your your movement speed is halved because they're so heavy. Because they're on you, yeah. Mm. Kind of restraining you. So that's the layer action, and now it is your turn. I'm gonna cast a spell, which is gonna be so sick. Aaron's rediscovering his love for D and D right now. I'm finally allowed to do the cool shit that I've been planning to do this entire time, Blake. <laughs> Make sure you get a good roll in, though. It, I don't need a roll. I'm going to cast a spell called Lock Armor. Okay. And I'm going to target a piece of metal equipment or metal construct. If it's wearing metal armor or is a construct, it makes a wisdom saving throw. Okay. So make a wisdom saving throw. I'm going to target the legs. Okay. How much wisdom do the legs have? (laughs) That's an 18 I just rolled. Dude, fuck this game. I'm going to yell. I'm going to yell to everyone. Uh, Go for the uh, go for the blue light. Follow the blue light. Okay, great. Yon yon. That's a dumb thing to say, but sorry. You want to you want to grip something else? I don't have anything else. I drink a bottle of wine. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Sweet. I will. uh, How far away is it from me? Uh, About 30 feet. 
Okay, I'm going to try to... Can I move all the way to the back where the blue lights are? Uh, sure. Sweet. Uh, witch bolt, let's go. Let's send one of those. Let's go level three. Okay. Make an attack roll. It's going to be a 18. Hits. Sweet. For 11. 16. 21. Awesome. There are five of them. One, two, three, four, five. Batteries? Yep. Mm -hmm. How many did we just knock out? One. Not a boy. Pick a number. You get a raise. There's two up above, two down below, and one in the center. I'm going to do the center one. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I'm, come who? on! That's Blake. what you get for doing one in the center. You should have picked a better number. Yeah, I just imagine. I am. I imagine that the two on top are the legs. The two on bottom are the are the ones on top are the arms, legs, and the center is like his control center. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, fuck. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I. At the end of your turn. What do you mean you picked the purple purple minotaur? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was a dead giveaway for yeah. Brett. Loves purple. Uh, no, that's that's interesting. Uh, at the end of your turn, he raises <laughs> up the arm that has the tube <laughs> at the end and tries to point it at you, and it just <laughs> like the tube spins and nothing happens, and he goes, "Well, that's unfortunate," and then pff, takes a legendary action to swing at you. With uh, legendary, legendary action. action. Excuse me? Does a 13 hit you? Yes, sir. Holy shit. You take uh, 12 bludgeoning damage. Cool. Does he get protection from me? Oh, like I see he went, he ran yeah. to the back, right? And it is your turn, Alok. Um... Well, I'm going to, when it's not looking, run and jump over it with my ring of jumping and okay. over the back and try and <laughs> swing Habsies at one of these. Uh, Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Batteries. As you're in the air flipping over it because you're an acrobat. Yep. We've that's probably, the, that's probably the least descriptive is, jump you've ever described this is in this like entire campaign. The triple jump. Normally you're like, I'm going to jump no, off no, the no, top no, of this building no, for it. onto the ground and then I'm going to jump up onto the top of this tree from which point I'm going to throw my axe down at someone. You know in Super Mario Wii how you chain three jumps in a row and it's like, how, hey, how. That's what I do. I uh, do. Okay. Do that. Okay, great. Go ahead and make an attack roll on one of these uh, one of these batteries. That is a 20. Holy shit, that hits. All right, roll damage. Okay. Um, <laughs> make sure that one goes right. Uh, and I'm going to use my Savage Attacker to re-roll that damage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And all uh, day. That is a a ten. Okay, ten damage. Yep. On which battery? Uh, there's two on the top and two on the bottom. Yon Yon has already exploded one of them. The center one. Well, since I'm in the air, I'm swinging for the top left. Top left. Okay. Um. Cool. 
10 damage? Yep. And then uh, guess what? I'm using my extra attack and doing the same thing. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Two swipes oh, in the air. Man. Uh, I'm going to... I mean, how much could it have as an AC? Uh, what did you roll? I rolled a 10. Why would you have a big roll? Yeah, I'm going to use my inspiration. All right. Yeah. For 18. Yeah, hits. Cool. Same one? Same exact one. Give it as the, uh, as my old friend Dodge used to say, the old witcha. Quitcha. It's quitcha. Qu- yeah, it's right, qu- right. It's quitcha. God, you fucking idiot. <laughs> um, oh, wait. That's a D20 <laughs> for damage. For 18, dog. It was high. <laughs> yeah. Can't take it back. Uh, okay. Sure. 12. Twelve. Savage attacker it is. <laughs> Hell yeah. Holy oh, shit. Four and eleven. You rolled a one on the first one and then switched it to an eleven? Uh it's actually a fourteen. Okay. Sweet. Uh whew. yeah, Plus this thing is on the verge of cracking. Damn. Right. Good try, dude. Yeah. Not quite a one shot, but no. Um, still, uh, still middle management material. Can't all be still a wizard. <laughs> Matthias, it's your turn. So Matthias is going to see the situation. Um, and just kind of like point his hand mm-hmm. at Larry's construct and like a spotlight a moonbeam just mm-hmm. drops in this room and it's Great. like Maybe. shining off of the like glass and everything mm-hmm. so it's a really beautiful yeah. view honestly yeah uh okay <laughs> this moonbeam comes down yeah so when a creature enters the spells area for the first time on a turn or starts it there it is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain Okay. And it must make a constitution saving throw. So this is on the this will be on the construct then, essentially. Yeah. On one of the batteries, though. Like if you could I aim mean, it towards one of the batteries. I'm, I'm bat. just yeah. trying to in the beam of moon. Technically. Uh you have to kind of you have to attack the batteries directly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just right, bathing this thing in in some sort of ambient damage in case things go yeah. sideways. Cool. Uh, it is going to be its turn then, unless you want to move. Uh, no, I mean, I feel pretty good right up at the front, you know? Okay. I'm good with that. <laughs> where, uh, you're next to Biggle then, kind of. Yeah, I'm not in the fray. In. No. Right. Uh, at the end of your turn, it's going to take another legendary action and turn around. Uh, and Larry's going to say, uh, you see him looking down at you. Yon yon wild eyed. And I give him the bird. Uh, (laughs) That's precisely why I never really wanted you to come along. It was Biggle that I wanted all along, and Matthias for other reasons. That's just like Biggle was saying. That's your fucking problem. And he says, Well, now I've become your problem. And he's going to raise up one of his clawed feet and try and slam it down on you. Get out of the way, dude. Uh, 14, or sorry, 17 hits you. 
you take another five damage. And you are uh, restrained under his foot. Sweet ass. And then uh, he's going to... So I imagine he's probably like bent over, like, right? If you were to like step on something. Kind of, yeah. Cool. Uh, So now he has his back to you, Matthias, and you, Biggle. Mm -hmm. He's kind of spun around 180. Mm -hmm. And then this red light. Big mistake. uh, Glows brighter. And he drags you, Yon Yon, along the ground as he turns again. And he says, so sorry, Biggle. I thought we could work together. And this red laser just cuts across the ground right toward you and Matthias. I need you guys both to make deck saves. Easy. That's not an easy deck save. That's one. 18. Oh, God. All right, Biggle, you, jar, you jump out of the way. I run up the fucking laser beam. <laughs> you jump out of the way, crushing one of these constructs as you dive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthias, you take the full brunt of this laser as it courses up the front of you. You take 18 damage. All right. Biggle, you take nine re- residual damage as you dive out of the way. Cuts you on the foot. Wow. That's ass. Like half my HP, bro. Yeah, and now it's a layer action. We're back at the top of the order. Matthias, go ahead and roll a d20 for us to see what the layer action is. That seems rude. Why would oh, you roll? 19. Why that's would you bad. roll so high, dude? Nineteen is actually pretty, uh, pretty uh, tepid. I'll trust you. Um, more steam bursts out. Oh, did he start the- his turn in the moonbeam? Oh yeah, sorry, he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let me at least get some damage in there. Yeah. So he makes uh, what kind of save? Uh, a constitution saving throw. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, wow, I rolled very poorly. Uh, even with a plus seven to con. Uh, oh, that's Whoa. good. Uh, it takes... This dude is beefy. Uh, it's only 12 total, so... Okay, yeah. He is a How whiz. much damage? At least he's uh, not fast. It's going to take uh, five. Yeah, the, this beam of moonlight carves into the uh the armor plating so uh for the layer for the layer action another big burst of steam uh all attacks for this round all melee attacks have disadvantage all right so he's just blasted this laser at you biggle you've dived out of the way Uh uh-huh you have these constructs crawling on you trying to burrow into you. Uh, oh, yeah, they get to make attacks. Sorry. One of them died. Yeah. Uh, one of them hits you mm-hmm. for another four damage. I am going to cast Thousand Darts. Okay. When I leveled up, I learned from... What were those hovering disc things? The levitation disc. Threshers. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know how to do that shit. Because you talk to them. And they told yeah. you all their secrets. They told me all their secrets. <laughs> I immediately <laughs> built like Spider-Man style web shooters, except they shoot out darts. Okay. A thousand of them. So I shoot out my arms. A thousand darts come out. 
That's a lot of in a five a foot to make in a short in a five time. foot wide line at a target. I'm targeting the batteries. Uh, he's facing you right now, so you can't. I run around the side and I target the batteries. Wait, so he turned around again? Yeah, he turned around to. No, to you told me I was him. at the back, dude. He turned around and he's dragging the onion. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, on the ground. Just he's facing you. With so the you would have snack. to move, which you can do. I do. I'm but sorry. your movement speed is halved. Can so I you get can't around? get behind him. Can you I can see the to, side? You can get to the side. Perfect. I can target one of them from right. there. It's a five foot wide line. Yeah. Okay. A line five <laughs> feet wide. No, I got I I, I, got it. I can right. get it. So it makes a save? No. You make no. This is a spell attack? It's 1, Dexterity. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Dexterity saving throw. He's gotta be low. Roll the okay. dice a thousand times um, for each individual dart. Sixteen makes it. Dude, fuck you, man. <laughs> But he's also got his foot on me, right? Like, how dexterous could he be with, like, me holding his foot on my body? I don't know. I rolled a 12 plus 4. All right. Damn, he's just wiggling it all around. They don't even t- he doesn't even take I mean, half that, damage. That plus, half that damage, plus sure. four is yeah. a modifier. Dude, I'm so pissed at that. That is an agile <laughs> construct. But, dude, you forgot. It's gotta you- t- it's, I'm sure it takes half damage, so go ahead and roll oh, damage. Or half. Okay. 6d6. That was going to be so good. That's still really good. You might destroy one of these batteries. So there's uh, batteries one, two, four, and five. I'm gonna say you can't hit. You can't. You can hit one. Well, which way is he? He's facing me. I ran to the right. So the two batteries on the left. On his left. Top and bottom. Yeah. So one of them, uh, Alok, almost destroyed. Well, I'm targeting. So. I'm just, it's just a five foot wide line. So let's say it's a a lock almost destroyed. Yeah, there's a thousand <laughs> darts. Half, dude, so 500 actually. It'll hit yeah. both of them. Uh, no, it won't. It'll hit one of the other. It'll hit both of them. <laughs> 12. Seven is 19. Plus two is 21. Okay. Halved, right? Halved. All right. So, uh, so I'll let you them. decide. Does it hit the top one or the bottom both. one? Both. <laughs> it's a line bro they are like it says a five foot wide line dude wide could be this way or this way depending on where i'm oriented i turn my head when i right. shoot it and that I'm is gonna why i'm gonna call that because you're bigle and you're short it hits the bottom one fine all right a thousand darts yep 500 darts actually yeah, <laughs> yeah only half common. of them hit right, only yeah. half of them hit yeah yon yon your turn uh i'm gonna use Restraint. my misty step cloak to get out from underneath his foot fuck yeah dude and uh, appear 30 feet away from him and then i'm gonna cast witch bolt at the or not witch bolt um firebolt at the one that um a lock almost destroyed awesome Okay, so I think it has to make a he has to make a deck save, I guess. No, firebolt is just a yeah. Firebolt attack. is an attack. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm thinking of sacred fire. Uh, sixteen hits. Yeah, um, I think it's a D. You destroy 10. it. Yeah, D ten. Yeah, it's it was. A D10. It was. Yeah, I had to at one HP. Sweet. Um, and then I am going to use my movement. Is there anything to like, Matthias? Uh, after Yon Yon destroys that battery, <laughs> blue light bursts in the uh in the mist. You see the the glass shield that is in the front uh, loses the, the, the shield glow. Oh, tiger time, dude! You 
I, it's, still, it's still glass there, but it, it had a it had a. Let me ask you a question. You think glass, glass could contain a tiger? <laughs> <laughs> when you go to the zoo, Blake, do they have them behind glass? <laughs> like, oh, it's a thin layer of glass. It will be fine. <laughs> they yeah. can't get there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They can. Uh, is there any place that like? So I want a misty step, like. So I imagine you can you can get behind like yeah. some of these boxes and stuff. Yeah, I want to get like yeah. out of his line of sight, so I just like poof, like he can't even see where I went. Like so, if he's like above me or whatever, totally, I'm, like yeah, that way, opposite direction of his eyesight or yeah, dude. sight line or yeah. line, of, line of sight. Shoot him in the butt. You can to- totally do that. A lock. You're behind him still. <laughs> You've landed. I've landed. The battery you hit, Yon Yon just poosh, exploded it. Teamwork. No, I... Teamwork. <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs up. That yeah. was for Raph. <laughs> That's what you heard. This but. one's for Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. And then, <clears throat> since you're free, let's see, I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to swing my axe at the top right one now. Okay. That's a good choice. That's the laser beam one? Mm-hmm. Damn it. I'm going to use my inspiration. You already used it. You already oh, used it. I yeah. erased it then. Yeah. What'd you roll? Uh, uh, a six. So a nine. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> You got a second attack, boy. Yeah, I do. Yep. That hits for sure. 22. Oh, wow. Yeah. Roll that damage. All right. You plink off of it on the first one and then steal yourself and just cleave into it on the second one. Five plus three plus two. So 10. All right. Great. Uh, yeah, you see on that second hit, just a spider web of cracks grows up the, the length of this tube, this glowing blue tube. Uh, Matthias, your turn. It's tiger time. Eat him, dude. Eat him. Eat him. It's tiger time. So there is the... <laughs> <laughs> It's There's the spotlight time. coming down over uh-huh. Larry. Oh, yeah. That is in like the, the fog, right? Yes. <laughs> and you see the fur. There's a spotlight on this construct. Mm-hmm. And everyone else sees the light disappear. Mm-hmm. And Matthias has his arms out to his sides. <laughs> and <laughs> two. They love the slow. Resist me! (laughs) (laughs) They love the slow tiger time. (laughs) Two spectral tigers form out of the mist. (laughs) Holy shit. Okay. He is casting conjure animals. Whoa. Okay. So two tigers form. But he only knows one animal. (laughs) And. He knows too. He knows yeah, octopus. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, so two tigers form. They are fae creatures using con- <laughs> conjure animals, uh, claiming CR one. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, as a bonus action, he is also going to turn into a tiger. Yeah. Because it is 
for real tiger time. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> tiger. Three tiger the time. Trips tiger. Triple tiger. Triple tiger. Larry just burst into a ball of light. <laughs> he fucking <laughs> weeps like a all. baby, dude. Yeah. For the beauty of it all. Uh, I'm, I have to roll <laughs> initiative for the tigers. Uh, just have them act on your turn. All right, great. Yeah, yeah, fuck that, easy. dude. Do they get to act on my turn now? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, no, they go straight for the cockpit. All right. Uh, and they have... Uh, so for all those who are interested, I'm reskinning the lion in the... Uh, PHB for Tiger, but they have pack tactics. Okay, and lower eight. Sounds and lower good. HP. Um, so the first, so they have they have advantage on attacks because they're within five feet of each other. Okay, Tabby cats, um, go! <laughs> oh shit! But it's disadvantage because it's dark, right? Uh, that's correct. Well, there's okay. the blue yeah, light. So, uh, there's not the blue light. Um, so one of them is going to be, uh, does a thirteen hit? No. Does a 20 hit? Yes. Okay. So it is running 20 feet away. Um, so the concert is gonna make need to make a strength uh save. Oh, to not fall over. To not to fall over. Not get knocked over by a spectral tiger. Wait, can't you just straight up attack okay. Larry? No, he's still behind a glass shield. Oh, I see, I see. I see. Uh made it. Made it. I mean, I was saying he was attacking the shield. Yeah, so it's like a windshield, essentially. Yeah, so I'm trying to break the windshield. Right. But, sending uh, my tigers. But it was me. making the save to not get knocked prone, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. So uh So made it. That the yeah, made the save, but the twenty still hits Kay. the windshield. So um, roll the damage on that. Which damage And then that is gonna be a sorry. Uh that's gonna be eight damage. Okay. No wait, one D eight. Sorry. Or, Spectral yeah. damage. Uh, it's Faye, technically. Eight, eight damage? Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, it makes a mild crack into it. And what do you do? Oh, you can't... You're, I, done I've done everything. I'm, done I just have a... I have a retinue of you tigers? menacing. I think that's pretty good What the fuck do you mean? Turn. What is he doing? Right. <laughs> He's summoning three tigers. He's the prince of tigers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, as a legendary action, which I forgot that he can do, I'm oh, not doing this well. At the uh, end of your turn, he swings wildly at you, Alok. Are you on his back? I'm like against the wall. Uh -oh. You're like behind him. I'm like five miles away. <laughs> Bro, he can't see me. He Holy can't even shit. see me, dude. <laughs> Bro, I'm an dark. acrobat. Yeah. He turned his light uh, off, dude. Even with disadvantage. And there's no way he's gonna hit. Right, yeah, there's no way he's gonna hit you with disadvantage. I rolled a four. Yeah, that's not gonna swinging wildly in the mist. He knows he's fucked up, dude. Um, We're the only black cup. Now it is his turn. Yeah, his <laughs> laser does not recharge. It is in the process of recharging. So uh, he's going to. Hmm. What would he do? You guys have disabled. He's some probably of the cool just pooped like his pants the, now. Disabling the cannon right away was just pretty brutal. Um, You're welcome. Fuck you, Gary. <laughs> what dude. Your name is Larry. Don't yeah, put my fucking cannon no, in the fucking center battery, dude. That's what we're going to call him when we kill him. Fuck you, Gary. Uh, <laughs> he's going You're to. Uh, fucking Jerry. Use, <laughs> use the claw to try to. Uh, he's going to. 
little uh uh, Boosty. Oh, that sounded like three actions. Yeah. To me. <laughs> He's going to take two steps and then uh, spouts of flame are going to shoot him upward. And he's going to land right in front of you, Matthias, and then poosh, try and bring the claw down on you. Yikes. On me as a tiger. Oh my right. God. Fuck you, Gary. The fucking karma of this night. That's a natural one. I'm Hubris, sorry, bitch. Gary eats shit. I already rolled a one, dude. <laughs> Come on, Gary. Guys, Figure it out. All that's, right. That's that's Raph talking to us. Brett, uh, Alok, roll a layer action. We're back You're at the top like, of the order. Thanks, Raph. It's thanks, Raph's spirit. Dodge's spirit just coming Sing in it. hard here. Roll a layer action. We're back at the top of the order. And in the distance, you see Raph and Dodge just holding hands like that scene at the end Five. of New Hope. Oh, my God. <laughs> With the five, another figure enters the room. Uh, Matthias, in tiger form, you're the only one that notices it. Mostly because it's right behind you. A short little halfling with a giant arm and a hood. Steps into the room and he extends an arm right toward you, Matthias. His giant arm in the palm of his hand glows brighter and brighter in the steam. And that's going to do it for this week. So just when the big bad boss fight looked to be going well for our heroes, reinforcements arrived to complicate things. And it's confirmed, Dosh is dead. A sad day for all you Dosh heads out there, I know. Uh, equally sad is what happened to Alok's brother. And, well, it looks like what happened to lots of other people, too. So it's probably for the best that our heroes are trying to put an end to Larry's evil deeds. But will they make it through this fight? And if so, what other horrors will our heroes find in this complex? To find out, tune in next time for episode 12 of The Singing Door. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. If you'd like to support the show, there are a couple ways you can do that. First, tell people about it. Share the show with someone who you think will enjoy it. We are at least... 10 years out from being able to hire a marketing department. So uh, word of mouth is the only way we get to share this story with more people. Uh, secondly, please just take a quick moment and leave us a review on whatever platform you're using to listen. Lastly, you can become a patron. Just go over to patreon.com slash dice boys podcast and find a tier of support that makes sense for you. Uh, they start as low as $1 and regardless of what you choose, all patrons get access to our, um, our supplementary podcast bonus action where we, um, we discuss some of the things that happen in the show and go into more detail and try to also connect it to larger concepts related to playing D&D in general. So, for example, uh, now that the cat's out of the bag, uh, Drew and I did a conversation about Dodge's death and just the, the idea of character death in general and um, and what that means and what that's like for a player. So uh, we'll be releasing that shortly. And we should also have another one um, coming out where we talk about boss fights. 
So really great stuff, good conversations to really get the juices flowing, and it's exclusively for our patrons. So go to patreon.com slash diceboyspodcast and sign up. All right, that's it. Thanks, everyone. And as always, thanks for all the games you're playing, the stories you're telling, and the moments you're making. Don't stop. Keep it up. And remember, the right play is the fun play.